Hello, Fried fans, and welcome to Season 4 of Fried, the Burnout Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Donovan, and my mission with Fried is to hashtag end burnout culture. On this pod, we end burnout culture by sharing stories of people who have been through it all, sharing expert tips from the best in the burnout field, sharing hashtag straight from Kate episodes with my own expertise and some fun research now that I'm a student again, plus sharing actionable steps to help you end burnout starting today. If you're feeling burnt out right now and you need personalized guidance, you can book a free breakthrough burnout call with me. You'll find the link bit.ly backslash call Kate in the show notes. Also, if you love fried and want to be part of our community, we'd love to have you. Just head over to Facebook and type in fried the burnout podcast discussion and click to join our group. It's a place for continued healing, deeper conversations and connections with people who just get it. And now for this week's episode. Hi, Fried fans. Today, we are going to cover another very popular topic on your hashtag straight from Kate episode. And this is one that we discussed recently in Fried's Facebook group, which you should join if you haven't already. The link will be in the show notes. There is a big question happening. And that question is, do I need to quit my job to recover from burnout? And the answer, as per usual, is maybe? Burnout causes are such a mixed bag of your own shit and life work shit that it can be really hard to pull those two things apart, especially in the beginning. My suggestion to my one-on-one clients isn't to quit their jobs right away. I believe one of the most important pieces of your recovery is seeing how much recovery you can do in the situation you're in, unless that situation is absolutely toxic and then I'm like, get the hell out of there. This means that you're going to take responsibility for your pieces of the puzzle while creating space to understand that all the damn pieces don't belong to you. We are trying to figure out which pieces are internal and which pieces are external, which pieces you can control by doing some internal work and which pieces you can only control by leaving your job and changing your environment. So if you change jobs without doing this type of rundown, without pulling these things apart, you end up taking some of the habits that need updating with you to a new place, and then you drag out your burnout story. I know this well because I did this. I took my burnout from one country to another, and I thought, everything will be fine here. It was not. (laughs) If you quit and you feel some relief, so you quit your job and you're like, oh, I'm feeling so much better. You might long term be doing yourself a disservice because it's really easy to believe that all the causes and all the problems were with the job, the company and the situation. And sometimes that's absolutely true. Again, if you're in a toxic situation where there is bullying and gaslighting, you need to get the F out and not worry about it. But most often, that's not exactly the case. So here's how we do things in one on one coaching situations. We start with a handy little chart of internal and external causes of burnout, which you fill out. Um, And don't worry, I'm going to put copies of this around social media and um, as a download from my website. So it'll all be available so you can do it for yourself. And then we look at this thing that you filled out, this chart that you filled out, and we ask the question, which of these things is easiest to change? And that's where we start, right? Pretty simple. And I want you to know what's on this list of internal versus external factors, things that need shifting in your life and things that need shifting in your external life, in your environment. 
And before I read them, please know that some of them aren't as clearly differentiated into one or the other category as they are on this list. This is a starting point. This is not a perfectly separated list because there's no such thing. There's a lot of interplay in certain places between external and internal causes. When we do one-on-one work, so on top of the fact that some of these things are a little like can fit in both categories. When we do one-on-one work, I also ask you to fill in some things that you think are adding to your burnout that might not be on this list. So this list is not totally complete. This list is not perfect. It is simply a place to start. So if we look at the list and we start with the internal stuff, some of the internal stuff that needs shifting is this constant need to people please, a constant need to overgive, be overly generous, Some family conditioning that taught you to act in certain ways that are not useful to you. Negative thought patterns, and this is a tricky one because this is both a cause of and symptom of burnout. So this is one that really needs to be handled with care. The next one is poor boundaries. And there are here internal and external boundaries. And internal and external boundaries are often sort of both your responsibility to a certain degree. But there are people that cross boundaries, that is a total external thing. So that is not involved in the internal shifting. That's an external thing. And those are people that need to be removed from your life in any way possible. The next thing is a feeling of low self-worth, not feeling worthy, not feeling enough. The next on the internal list is a history of trauma or bullying. This Uh, leads to some brain changes that make you more susceptible to burnout and depression and anxiety. Perfectionism is another internal one. An inability to prioritize yourself is a big one in the internal world. Trouble delegating and trouble asking for support are extra big ones, especially in a working environment. External things that you need to look for. How big is my workload? Is it manageable? Right? That's a big part for a lot of people. Do I have autonomy in my workplace? Am I being micromanaged? Those are huge burnout causes. Mismatched values. So this means that the values that you hold as a human don't match the values of the company that you work for. So if you are like super pro health, you might not be really wanting to work for like a cigarette company, for instance. Or on a smaller scale, you might really, you know, want to be in a place that focuses on collaboration and they're focused on your individual participation in things. So that's something like that will be a mismatch value. Lack of praise or recognition. There are a lot of people out there that say if you just feel good enough within yourself, you don't need praise or recognition from the outside. Um, Yes, you do. Neurology says, yes, you do need praise and recognition for things that you've done well. The next thing on the external list is cultural and societal pressures, depending on where you grew up, what kind of family you grew up in, the kind of environment that you work in. So burnout is more likely to happen in environments like hospitals with doctors and nurses and in law firms because there is a cultural sort of belief that there's all all of those people are supposed to work nonstop without ever taking a break, which is totally crazy. The next external thing will be some sort of disconnect from friends and family. Now, this is one of those that can sort of bounce between the internal and the external world, but feeling disconnected is definitely a part, a cause of burnout and also a symptom of burnout. Lack of role clarity is external. Lack of managerial support is external. However, 
trouble asking for support is internal, so those two might play off one another, and this is where things get gray, right? Being a caregiver is an external cause of burnout, but most of the behaviors that burn you out while you're being a caregiver are internal things. But the responsibility and the workload of being a caregiver are external things. So this is another one that sort of can bounce between the two sides and really needs to be taken care of um, with a, a strong sense of nuance and an ability to hold a paradox. This is The next one is a big one. This next external reason is any of the isms, racism, homophobism, sexism, any of it. This is really important. Anything that you have to handle on a day-to-day basis because of other people's ignorance will add to your burnout, right? That's in, It's an important thing to realize because I think that we're so used to saying like, you know, things are getting better, so yay. No, absolutely not. Dealing with this stuff every day is torturous and it can add to burnout for sure. The next external thing is literally an external thing. So the way your environment is set up, this includes how much access to nature you have. It includes the colors in your home or in your office. It includes the scent of your office. It includes if you have windows that open and things like that. So that's our list of internal and external things that we try to assess in the beginning of of one-on-one coaching. And what I've seen over the years is that most people start off with about a 50-50 split between the two categories. And then as we work through their burnout, it sometimes becomes apparent that the internal stuff is really working well. They've gotten a handle on a lot of things. They've made some changes. And the external stuff is just stuck and much more obvious all of a sudden. This is the situation where creating a plan to leave your current position is the right choice because we don't always have influence over those external things, right? So sometimes the only influence we have is to remove ourselves from a situation that is burning us out. I do not believe, let me be clear, I do not believe that it is the work of the individual to change corporate or company culture. But some people do choose to stay in their positions and see if they can help spearhead a change. Some people realize that the change is beyond their capabilities, so creating an exit strategy becomes freeing. This realization that you really must go in order to heal often comes as a relief, because likely for years you thought you cannot go, cannot possibly go, for all the reasons, until the day comes where the spark happens and you realize you cannot possibly stay for all the reasons, and you make a choice to find something that suits you better. Sometimes this choice is another company. Sometimes it's another position within the same company. Sometimes it's coming down a few levels to relieve yourself of some responsibilities, make your day-to-day life easier. Sometimes it's taking a job at a local coffee shop to seriously change your environments and give you some space to heal and come up with what you might want to try next while still having at least a basic income. Sometimes it's time off and going back to the same job with a different perspective a few months later. Sometimes it's a business pivot. All of these answers are correct if they are what is right for you. So do you need to quit your job to heal? Maybe. But first, let's get clear on what's happening so that you can make that decision with clarity, with purpose, and without guilt or shame. If you're ready to figure out what's going on, where and when it comes to your burnout, I'm ready for you. Book a free intro chat and let's see what we can uncover together. The link for that will be in 
the show notes. And don't forget to come hang out with us in the Facebook group. There's a lot of really amazing conversation happening there. And there's so much support to be had. And we don't want you to be doing this on your own. Together we can hashtag end burnout culture. Until next time. 